Good Thursday morning, everybody. My name is Anthony Grossi. Welcome to your D1T5, and let's just jump right into it. President Trump sat down with Alcaga coverage's Jason Whitlock at the White House yesterday and discussed a variety of topics, including Big Ten and Pac-12 football, both of which Trump indicates he had a role in returning to play, saying, quote, I worked very hard for a short period of time, very focused, and I called Commissioner Kevin Warren, who was terrific, he was great, and we got them thinking about it, and we got them to do it. Did a lot of politics with governors and others because they have a lot of things to say about it, and we got the Big Ten open, and we got the Pac-12 open. You know, these are young people who have a shot to make the NFL, and that's maybe relatively few, but still, we have some real, real talent in those leagues, and we gave them a shot. William & Mary Interim Athletic Director Jeremy Martin, along with other tribe leaders, spoke to fans and supporters last night. Notably from Martin, quote, The status quo cannot continue, but we also know that budget stability remains an issue. I do not anticipate any other moves of program reductions will occur at this time. Whenever there's a change in senior leadership at William & Mary, there's an internal audit. That process has begun within athletics. The auditors then report to the Board of Visitors. Deputy Athletic Director Chelsea Burke, noting the department is still facing a budget deficit for this year, there will likely be more budget adjustments, but no sport cuts, and the tribe support more sports and athletes than any Colonial Athletic Association peer. In an effort that reportedly took two months to coordinate, 20 Dartmouth sport programs have signed a letter of solidarity and protest of the cuts of men's and women's swimming and diving, men's lightweight rowing, and men's and women's golf. Swimming and diving student-athlete Bella Lichin on the programs who did not sign, quote, either did not have full team support or their coaches held them back. The timing made gaining support particularly challenging as well, as the five teams were strategically cut during a time where the administration knew many students and alumni would be devoting their efforts toward greater issues such as racial equality. Extra Points Matt Brown stands by his reporting of Southern Utah heading to the WAC and now adds, quote, multiple industry sources have told me that the WAC is targeting multiple football playing schools in Texas from the Southland Conference as potential additional members. Former Florida A&M CFO Wanda Ford is suing the school along with former controller and assistant vice president Tiffany Holmes and former director of university budgets Ronica Mathis, claiming she was forced to resign after she blew the whistle on recurring deficits in the athletic department. The lawsuit, which was filed in August, alleged that since 2013, the athletic department consistently overspent revenues that exceeded its allocations. It also alleges a conversation in which Florida A&M's Board of Trustees chairman accused Ford, Holmes, and Mathis of changing the numbers and expressed concern over informing the board of another deficit. Texas A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork on enforcing safety measures at football games, quote, The last thing we ever want to do is remove somebody from the stadium, but that's where the judgment comes into place with our police officers, our safety officers. It's hard because this is not normal and nothing that we're dealing with is not normal, and everyone's trying to do the best they can. ACC Commissioner John Swafford on testing cadence, quote, We've been very pleased with our testing protocols. The day before protocols have worked well. At this point, after five weeks, our programs are getting comfortable doing what we're doing. There's some rhythm to it. In return to action notes, Marquette men's and women's basketball will pause team activities for 14 days after two of their combined 45 COVID-19 tests came back positive. For stadium's Jeff Goodman, UNC Greensboro men's basketball has three positives, but has yet to practice. When Appalachian State takes on Arkansas State on Saturday, 26 days will have elapsed since the Mountaineers' last football game, but Wake Forest Baptist Health sports medicine physician Dr. Chris Miles notes that for a team that has remained physically active during that period, there is no increased risk of injury even if the team has gone without tackling for a couple of weeks. The Big West releases its men's and women's basketball schedule, 20 conference games for each school, under a modified format that will reduce travel and emphasize the health and safety of student-athletes, coaches, and staff. 
Texas President Jay Hartzell says the eyes of Texas will be played at this weekend's matchup with Baylor, saying, quote, We knew this summer that as we make our campus a more welcoming place, we would face many hard conversations. I remain truly optimistic that we will find ways to join together around our song, which has been so positive for so many Longhorns over the past 120 years. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Thursday morning, October 22nd. I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. You can let me know by replying to your D1 ticker email via the link in the podcast description or via social media at D1 ticker. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you this afternoon.